Hello everyone at King's Arms Church. I hope you're all doing well. My name's Andrew Cannon and I am going to bring a message to you. One that I hope encourages you. One that I hope provokes you, blesses you, does all the godly things to you. I hope it really does lift you up and give you some food for thought and maybe just encourage you to apply this message to your life. And this message, the title of this sermon, if I could give it one, is Message, Messenger, Method. The three M's, Message, Messenger, Method. And this is what I want to share with you because we, as believers, we have a message, right? It's a message that God so graciously give to the world. It's the gospel. It's the good news. It's the news that sets people free. It's the news of the kingdom of God, the one that is of light and of power and of salvation and of reconciliation and of peace and of love and of joy and of strength. Need I go on? This is a message that everyone needs to hear because without it, There is no true life. Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Without receiving the truth, you'll never know the way. And without receiving the truth, you'll never receive eternal life. So we have a lot to get into. So please forgive me if I sound like a machine gun right now, because I have a lot in my heart that I want to share with you. And I'm going to try and keep this maximum 20 minutes okay for those who think that may be a miracle for an evangelist to actually keep to 20 minutes i just want to encourage you guys and maybe just show you i mean business okay (laughs) that is there for the sake of both of us okay because i could go on until sunday i'm sure or until next sunday so god bless you guys let me just pray father god i love you And I know each one of my brothers and sisters here at King's Arms Church, they love you too. We are family and we are in this together. So I pray, Lord, that as I release this word and as I share this word of message, messenger and method, that you are in it, Lord. That you are in it and you are of it. Let this be a message of the kingdom. Let it be a timely one. Let it be a provoking one a refreshing one. God, let this message bear fruit through your sons and daughters. Let this message be one that glorifies you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So guys, I just want to give you a little heads up. Every now and then you're going to see me looking over here. It's not that I'm distracted. It's just that I have a monitor over here. I have a camera here and I have an iPad here. Okay. So I have notes here. I have a camera there and I can see my my mug on this screen over here. So if I look across, I'm not distracted. I'm just checking things out. Okay. So God bless you guys. So let me get into this. The message. What is the message? Well, the message is we have a supreme God and there's a sinful nature of man and there's the ascendant of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, the forgiveness of sins, the reconciliation of lost sons and daughters back to a father. And we know this, right? Because we have been lost. And now we're found. 
And if you are not found and if you don't know Jesus, you can call on him today. The Bible tells us that today is the day of salvation. So if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you're listening to this, I want you to know that you can call on him right now and you can ask him to forgive you for all the things that you've done wrong. Yes, we have. We've done plenty wrong. I'm going to go through this in a moment. And you can come into a loving relationship through the grace of God, through faith and forgiveness. And he will bring you in like the most loving father you've ever, ever, ever experienced. So if you don't know Jesus, you can. And I encourage you to give your life to him today. Just simply say, Jesus, forgive me and save me. Show me how it is to live. And he will. He will. He loves you so much. But this message that I want to share with the believers to equip you, to encourage you, to strengthen you in how to share your faith. You see, because a lot of people, when I'm doing activation weekends or days or, or schools or conferences, Sunday services, however, a lot of people just don't know how to get what God has put in their head and what God has put in their heart. So God has put good stuff in their mind. God has put good stuff in their heart. A lot of the time, people struggle in getting it out of their mouth. And they don't know how to tell somebody that they're lost, especially a loved one. Have you found it? Have you found that it's difficult to lead your nearest and dearest, like, your immediate family to the Lord, like maybe some of your sons and daughters, your nieces and nephews, your next door neighbor, your mom or dad. It's very difficult, right? Because we just don't know sometimes how to start. Well, let me give you some scriptures. So this is going to help you in being able to convey a message. Now, this is seven scriptures, and I'm going to blast right through these. So please take notes of the scripture. You don't have to write the full scripture down, just the reference of it, if you're willing. Okay? And what I want to do is share some stuff with you that you guys can have in your arsenal, and it will help build a framework around an altar call, around giving people a message that draws them into a decision, either to accept or reject. Now, you don't save anyone, so just take that pressure off yourself. Give that burden back to Christ, okay? Because if you believe that you save people, you're going to have a long, difficult time trying to see people come to Christ. We don't do it. We're just hands and feet and a mouthpiece, and God does it. Bible tells us it's the goodness of God that leadeth man onto repentance. Well, how does the goodness of God lead man onto, re onto repentance? Well, the Holy Ghost touches this person, but more often than not, it's when a believer like you and me speak truth and that truth that is spoken sets that person free when they accept it. Okay. Or when they accept him, he is the truth, not it. Okay. So let me just read some scriptures to you. Okay. This is how I want to try and package this altar call for you, whether it's in your workplace, whether it's in a, you're getting an MOT with your car, or whether you're in an amusement park, Alton Towers, whether you're on holiday, whether you're in the bakers, the butchers, or the candlestick makers, whatever it is, whether you're in the DIY store, this is, this is going to be really helpful for you to always have in mind. Okay, so let me just start, okay? So Romans 3.23 tells us this. 
Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Okay, for all, everyone, every single human being with breath in their lungs and a beat in their heart has fallen short. Why? They were born into it. We've fallen short. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. Okay? Falling short means sin. Okay, so we have all sinned and fallen short. Romans 6.23 tells us this. For the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Okay, so what you're going to find in the, during the next five or six minutes, I'm going to keep, oh, I'm going to build layers with this. I'm going to keep overlapping. So I'm going to go through the seven and then kind of I'll be working back as I go forward. Okay, so for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. For the wages of sin, the payment of sin is death. Romans 3.23 tells us that all have sinned. So every sinner's payment, your payment for sin, your salary for sin is death. So we know what is coming to the unbeliever. Okay, you see, because only a believer is washed as white as snow, completely forgiven, reconciled back to the Father. The, the Father sees us through the Son, and He sees no guile or no, no selfish ambition or no jealousy or no lust or no sin through His Son. So He sees us as spotless, as sinless. But how can we do this? How can we step into this? Well, John 3.16 tells us this. For this is how God so loved the world that he gave. He gave who? He gave his one and only son. Why? Because he wants those, us, to believe in him. In who? In the son. Why? So we can receive eternal life. Let's just pause for a moment and blast back through those three verses. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, and John 3.16. Everyone has sinned. Everyone has fallen short. Everyone is going to be punished to death in the fiery lake of eternal fire. Everyone. The wages of sin, the payments of that sin is what I've just mentioned. Ha! But for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, love and give. Two things, love must always be given. Love always gives. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, where in the fiery lake, but have everlasting life, where in heaven. Okay, so there's three verses. Now let's go on to, sal uh, to salvation. Yes, please. Thank you, Lord. Let's go on to number four here, okay? Salvation is not a reward for the good things that we have done. So no one can boast about it. No one can boast about our salvation. We boast in the Lord. Okay. So that when me and you are saved, okay, we know that it was none of our own doing. Well, except when we called upon Jesus. That was the the. I like to say it like this. The only thing that me and you contributed to our salvation was the sin for making it necessary. 
That's the only thing we contributed, except, of course, you could say, well, we called upon it, of course. So salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none can boast in it. So it's all the Lord's work. Salvation is all of him. He's the beginning and the end. He's the author and the perfecter of our faith. He's the gift of faith. He's the finished works of God's accomplishments on the cross. He is all of these things. So we must not boast in the fact that we've done anything to receive it. So what does that mean? We're not boasting of our salvation. We boast in the Lord. So if we're not boasting in what we have done, we come in with humility. We come in with humility. And number five, I want to share with you, says this, but you, man of God, flee from all of this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. So we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Okay, the wages of sin is death. Thank goodness for God. Thank God for God. He sends his son. For all that should believe in him, should not perish, but receive eternal life. Okay? Then salvation is not a reward that we've attained. Jesus attained that, achieved that on the cross for us by the remission of our sin. And then we must flee from all our wicked ways. We must run from it and we must follow Jesus. Those who want to be a disciple of his, we must first deny ourselves pick up our cross and follow him. These are the things that we need to kind of have in a pocketbook, in a, I like to call them like an elevator altar call. How can you lead someone to Christ if you both got into a lift and you was in the lift with a complete stranger and you were going to, let's say, level five? How can you spark a conversation from level one to salvation on level five? These are some of the things you we need to have a toolbox, like a Swiss army knife that fits all, all scenarios. Luke 12, 12 says, don't you worry about what to say. The Holy Ghost will give you the words in your time of need. So always be active. So what do we have here? We have a message, okay? A message of the sinful nature of man, the supremacy of God, the grace of God, the finished works of the cross, the resurrection of Christ, the, the redeeming of sin, getting rid of sin, the reconciliation of, of his lost children to the Father. All of these are in these verses, Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, John 3.16. Ephesians 2.9, which is salvation is not a reward. And 1 Timothy 6.11, but you, man and woman of God, flee from all of this. Flee from it all. Be in the world, but not of it. When a non-believer looks at a believer, they should see something different. They should see a man or woman possessed with holiness, possessed with righteousness, possessed by love, possessed with compassion. This is what the world needs to see. And then, of course, in Matthew 16, 24, Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up the cross and follow me. Matthew 28, 18 and 16. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples 
of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. There you go. We've been given all the authority. We've been taken out of darkness, brought into light. Okay. We've become the light, salt and light. What does salt bring forth? Some people say taste. I would like to say thirst. The world should be thirsty to hang around with believers. Okay, so there's the message in a very short form. So let me jump onto the messenger. Who is the messenger? It's you and me. Okay, you and me have been commissioned, co-missioned, co-laboring with who? With the Holy Ghost, with the Son and with the Father. Okay, the, Jesus said that I must go. And when I go, I will send a comforter. I find it very interesting when he says this. I will send you a comforter who will lead you into all truth. Into all truth. Okay, but listen to this, okay? You and me are the messenger, okay? And there needs to be an urgency on our message, on the delivery. Now, a little moment before I jumped on here, there was a knock on the door. This is not just an illustration. This is literally what happened, and it was Amazon. And I'm obviously like most of you, I have a prime account because I see the importance of things being delivered with an urgency. I'm willing to pay a cost to have what I've ordered, what I need here sooner rather than later. Well, I believe Jesus bought you and me with a cost with the highest of price. Why? Because there's a message. There's an urgent message that needs to be delivered. So if you can look at yourself, you're Kingdom Prime, not Amazon Prime. You are Kingdom Prime. God has purchased you, not on a monthly subscription, eternally, so that you can deliver packages to people's doors called love, peace, joy, kindness, forgiveness, self-control, that you can bring a message of redemption, of reconciliation, of forgiveness. How about that? How about that? God has purchased you. You are a messenger. John 20, verse 21, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. You are a messenger. 2 Corinthians 5.20, you've heard this many times before about being an ambassador. We are there for Christ's ambassadors. I want you to get this. As if God himself was making his appeal through you. As if God himself is making his appeal for, for, through you. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Now listen to this. Um, where are we? Luke 12, 12. I mentioned it a moment ago. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at what time and what you should say. We're a messenger. Jesus is saying, go, go. It's, it's apostolic. We have a sending father and we have a sending Lord. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. If you want to know what your father in heaven wants you to do, it is to open your mouth and let the truth come flooding out. Okay. The method. What is the method? Well, the method is you and me stretching out them and opening them. That is the method. The method is an outstretched hand. 
and an open mouth. They shall know the truth and the truth shall set them free. 32 years of my life, I never walked with Jesus. I'm 43 now. For the first 32 years of my life, I didn't know Jesus was real. I didn't know he existed. I heard the name. But it was only when someone presented me with the person. You see, I know the Bible tells us that. That he is the name above all names. And every knee will bow. And every tongue will confess. That Jesus is the Son of God. And he is the resurrection and life. And this Jesus... We could go to South America right now and I could probably, if we were left there long enough, we could probably find hundreds of thousands of people called Jesus, Jesus. You see, yes, his name is beautiful. Yes, his name is above all names. But why? Because there's a person behind it. There's a person behind it who is the resurrection and the life, who is the bread of life, who is the good shepherd, who is the pale of great price. He is the one in which man can only be saved. So the method is, is that you and I open our mouth and tell people about him wherever we go. Whether you work in a library or whether you work in a fruit and veg shop, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, or whether you're a lollipop man or woman, whether you're a preacher or whether you are a clothes maker, whether you work in fabrics, whether you are screen printer, whether you are unemployed, whether you are housebound, we still have a message. You are the messenger and the method could simply be this. Why don't you and I pick up the phone today and tell someone about Jesus? Why don't you email someone? Why don't you write a text? Why don't you start a small group? Obviously speak to your leaders because before we know it, we have churches within churches and it all gets a little bit messy. Why don't you speak to your leaders and ask them to help you put something down in an email or something down on a text so that you can convey a very simple message? One of this, Jesus loves you. We have a loving father. He sent his son and salvation is for everyone. Salvation is for everyone, but it's exclusive to only those who believe. So I hope that blesses you. We have a message, a messenger, and a method. The message is resurrection and life and forgiveness in the son. And the messenger is you and me. And the method is openness and stretch out this. So I hope that blesses you all. My love does go out to you all at King's Arms Church. I do love and I appreciate you all. Keep pressing in and I hope to see you all very, very soon. God bless you all and please keep pushing forward. Keep your eyes fixed on the goal. Don't look left. Don't look right. It might be that way, depending on what way the camera's facing. Don't look left or right. Keep your eyes single. Your body will become light and tell everyone about Jesus. It was someone like you who led me to Christ. So let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for King's Arms Church and I thank you, Lord, for what they're doing. I thank you, Lord, that you are extending their territories, Lord. And I, I just pray that you continue to bless them, refresh them, 
refill them, revigorate them, Lord, invigorate them, Lord, that they just are chomping at the bits to see the kingdom of God established in Bedford and wherever else they send people. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you guys and take care.